Accrediting Excellence, the international authority for professional coaching and mentoring, proudly presents both sides of the coin. What would it mean for your coaching and for your clients if you got to the heart of the matter every time? In today's podcast, you'll find out how and where you can learn rarely taught tips that will immediately elevate your coaching and enable you to avoid the common pitfalls. Welcome to Both Sides of the Coin, a podcast produced by the IAPC and M. We're a leading accreditation body, and our aim is to increase public confidence and to raise industry standards by enforcing a vigorous accreditation process that ensures the quality of professional coaches and mentors. The podcast is aptly named Both Sides of the Coin because we talk to both an accredited coach or mentor and one of their clients to explore both sides of the coaching mentoring intervention, what works and what doesn't. As the proverb says, iron sharpens iron. Before we get started, let me introduce myself. I'm Jenny Butter, your host and an accredited senior coach. I've been coaching for eight years, mainly in the area of career transition and life coaching. Joining me is Marilyn Franklin, a coach and mentor, and one of her mentees, Simone Pia. Marilyn is a master certified coach and she's been training and mentoring coaches for more than 20 years. She's not only able to demonstrate masterful coaching, but she can give thorough explanations as to why a question works or could be more effective. Her mentee is Simone Pia. Realising always being the best coach in a room of newbies wasn't a fair assessment of how good a coach she really was, she sought out Marion for further mentoring and training. And two and a half years later, she's more confident, more competent and much more adept at getting to the heart of the matter in a lays-like manner. Welcome both of you. Thank you. Glad to be here. Thank Marion, you. let me start with you. Tell me more about yourself, please. My passion and certainly my mission for so many years now has been to raise the level of coaching. There is just too much what I call in quotes shallow coaching. It just doesn't go deep enough and doesn't get to the real root. And then there's not this permanent change. It's just like a temporary fix. I've been doing this now for so long and see the common pitfalls over and over. For the most part, coaches either get trapped in the story or are aiming for results. How does somebody deal with those pitfalls? Well, what I do is I help them realize that their questions have to be strictly about the person. We don't ever need any more information about their story. So that's certainly um, a big part of it. And as far as going for results, Uh, I let them know that if that's what they're doing, they're actually uh, doing a disservice for their clients because the client will get a result. But if we make that the aim, we miss so much of the more important underneath parts that really need to be explored. You mentioned laser-focused questions and laser-focused coaching, getting to the heart of the matter. What one question do you think gets to the heart of the matter? And that's kind of ironic because I don't think there is just one question. I think it is all about what the client brings. I think the key is that the question has to be short, simple, and broad. 
And what I mean by that is the less specific the question, the better it is. So sometimes a question such as, what does that mean for you? Could be the most powerful question of the entire conversation. So there is no one magic bullet question. It's about listening from a higher level and realizing that there's always going to be a theme. And I, this is what I include in my book, that there are basically 25 themes all based on self-esteem at the root. And once you can identify those themes, as soon as you hear it, you kind of know what questions to ask. So even as a quick example, if somebody comes with, I need to make a decision and I can't decide between A or B, we don't really need to ever know what A or B is. We only need to know what's making it a problem that they can't make this decision, what's in their way of making the decision. And just by having that in our mind and hearing this either or kind of thinking, uh, we just know what kinds of questions to come up with. That's really excellent, Marion. Thank you. When coaches want to develop and improve, they can elicit the help of a supervisor, a peer coach, or a mentor. What's the difference? For the most part, in the rest of the world, it's different. But in the coaching world, a supervisor considers the whole person, who the coach is, what triggers them, what causes their challenges. A mentor coach works strictly on coaching skills, does not take the whole person necessarily into account. Uh, a peer coach is just simply somebody who works on a similar level. Now for business building, that can work. But for mentor coaching for skills, the mentor has to be, in quotes, ahead, I want to say, of the coach, more experience, better results. I think it's almost impossible to truly be a mentor, a good mentor, without supervision included. So in all the years that you've been mentoring, what's been the greatest challenge you have faced as a mentor? Very often, coaches come from coach training schools and they get very attached to what they've learned in their coaching programs. Uh, but basically, they have to let go of some of the habits, and, and they have to be really, truly open to learning some new things. Why did you decide to become an accredited mentor and coach? I take a, a stand for a profession where I believe too many people abuse it. And what I mean by that is claiming to be a coach when in fact they're actually consulting and giving advice. I also believe very strongly in pledging to a code of ethics. Thank you, Marion. So let's uh, flip over the coin and speak to Simone. Welcome, Simone. Tell me more about yourself. Um, so I've been a coach for about 20 years. I think, um, certified as a PCC for about 15. And I also train for uh, a coaching institution and do some mentoring as well. Then over the years, I just only did my uh, PCC requirements for re certification renewal. The things that I was doing didn't challenge me in a way that I could really confront how I could actually be a better coach. 
And then often, you know, just working with clients or being in a room with a bunch of new coaches or, you know, total newbies haven't even coached yet. I really didn't have a sense of how good am I really? And how much better do I really need to be? Working with Marion, how have you found your coaching has changed? I think probably one of the biggest things that I got from Marion was listening and to really tweak my ability to listen at such a level to even, like I thought I was filtering out details before I met her. But she really demonstrated and pointed out and taught, you know, particular ways and pointed out things that I think has allowed me to really filter through the stuff and and with the themes that she mentioned to get a grip on what's going on in the conversation faster. And because of then being able to listen in this it's just this amazing way. I can hardly put words to to how different it really is how deep and just to the point it is, then that leads to the next thing of what do you reflect back to them and say and just get to the point? And then also, what are you asking your question at that moment to really move them forward faster? Please, could you give me a client example? I can actually, I can give one from just the other day. Uh, I had a, a client referral and... And it was the session where, you know, you don't know if the person wants to hire a coach or not. And at the end, he said, I feel like in this time I've spent with you, you know me more and better than people who seem to have known me in all my life. And that was, you know, just a few minutes with him. From a coaching standpoint, I absolutely know it's because of how I heard him, how I reflected back to him, and how I questioned him as a result of you know what I was hearing that's really excellent thank you what advice then would you give to somebody who's interested in being mentored um I think first I would say get Marion's book because I think it will offer a foundation to her philosophical underpinnings around coaching but I don't think that it's enough to just get the book and say oh okay I'm going to be a better coach now I think having her seasoned ear and hand, if you will, on your shoulder to spotlight things, to guide things, to question um, is really take, makes it applicable. I think it allows um, a coach to take it from theory into actual application and doing and then ownership. And there's also the side in the mentoring where you get to be the client as well. So, you get to experience how hard hitting, just right to the core of the matter, questions or reflections can be. And so it's this multidimensional approach to the experience, which then as a coach, you can just take it all in and make better sense of it when you go to work with your own clients. Wow, well, you can't get a better reference than that. Mm-hmm. 
Thank you, Marion, and thank you, Simone. So Marion Franklin's book is The Heart of Laser Focus Coaching, a revolutionary approach to masterful coaching, and it includes all of her tips, skills, and principles for masterful coaching written for coaches at every level. We're confident that anybody who attains an international authority for professional coaching and mentoring accreditation will be amongst the very best that the profession has to offer. So if you're someone who's interested in having some coaching or mentoring and want to find an accredited coach, mentor, or training provider, or if you're a professional who's interested in becoming accredited, then please go to our website, coach-accreditation.services. And finally, if there's a topic that you would like me to cover on future episodes of Both Sides of the Coin, then I would love to hear from you. My email, jenny.podcast at coach-accreditation.services. Bye for now.